वेलकम टू अनदर एपिसोड ऑफ एक्सपर्ट स्लीप टिप्स आई एम योर होस्ट नामन अलोंग विद नेथन नमन इट्स टेम्पटिंग टू स्लीप ऑन द वीकेंड टू कैच अप ऑन योर स्लीप इजंट इट नो डाउट अबाउट दैट बट यू नो आई फील टायर्ड एंड ग्रॉगी व्हेन आई स्लीप पास्ट माय रेगुलर वेक अप टाइम ऑन द वीकेंड हम ग्लैड यू ब्रॉट दैट अप बिकॉज इट ब्रिंग्स अस टू आवर टॉपिक ऑफ द डे इररेगुलर बेड टाइम्स एंड हाउ इट डिस्टर्ब्स द सर्कैडियन रिदम फॉर आवर फर्स्ट टाइम लिसनर्स Circadian rhythm is the biological clock responsible for every function in our body. It does that by releasing chemicals and hormones in the body throughout the day, including melatonin that triggers our body to sleep. If you have consistent bedtimes, your body prepares your mind to be awake and alert just before you wake up, which is why people with regular bedtimes often wake up just before their alarm clock goes off. Now most of us today are faced with a problem called social jet lag which is getting behind on sleep over the course of a few days and then trying to make up for it all at once over the weekend. Researchers at the Duke University Medical Center took a survey of about 2000 older adults to dissect their sleeping patterns and how a regular or irregular bedtime affects their overall health. and they found out that people with irregular bedtimes were more at risk of having a higher bmi higher blood pressure and higher amounts of type 2 diabetes markers like blood sugar and to make things even worse these inconsistent sleepers also tended to have more perceived stress and depressive symptoms not only that you know irregular bedtime is also responsible for unhealthy cycle of digestion which directly impacts our mood and state of health now those are a lot of problems for being an irregular sleeper let's listen to what our sleep expert dr katharina has to say about that as we previously discussed we all have a body clock and this body clock sets the timing for everything that happens in in our body for all the different rhythms for example the rhythm in temperature that we see in blood pressure in mood the melatonin rhythm and the most dominant one or the best known one is the sleep wake rhythm um now we all have our own personal sleep window and that can vary between people so when we go to bed and for how long we sleep we see a huge variety but when it comes to timing um we sort of see a spectrum um which on one hand has the larks the really early one and on the other end we have the owls the late people and then you know everything else sort of falls falls in between now for our health and well-being and our performance it is very important that we sleep within our personal sleep window and that's when we get the most effective sleep so to speak the, the best sleep quality but for a lot of people living in this modern society we see a discrepancy between what their body clock tells them in regards to sleep and what the social demands or the social schedule imposes on them yeah. and so for a lot of people they do not sleep in their sort of personal sleep window or somewhat outside it at least during the work week that then sometimes changes for the weekend when they're free of commitments when they where they then can sleep according to their body clock and so then what happens over time is that there's an almost constant shift and for some people it is literally from day to day to day a different constant shift as to when they go to bed and when they wake up and that sort of starts to confuse our clock because related to sleep and wake is also the pattern of light exposure So the more regular I am in my sleep wake cycle the more regular my light exposure pattern is when I open my eyes 
That happens around the same time every day. And when I close my eyes for sleep, that also happens around the same time every day. And so then my clock can nicely get into a 24-hour rhythm and it can start to anticipate what will happen next based on the rhythm it's, it's now aligned with. But when my sleep-wake behavior constantly changes and therefore my light exposure constantly changes, the clock doesn't really know when to start and when to end. And therefore it then struggles to set the right triggers for certain processes within the body to start or end. And that over time can lead to problems around health and well-being and also impact on our performance. Now social jet lag is a term that comes up um, in, in this regard and that really talks about this mismatch between the biological clock and the timing of the social clock. Um, and social jet lag can be measured uh, across time in, in hours um, and, and the bigger that is, the higher your, your risks potentially or the contribution or the association with um, depression, uh, smoking, alcohol consumption, uh, cardiovascular diseases, metabolic diseases, obesity, um, diabetes, um, etc. So all of these risks go up the, the greater the, the mismatch and the bigger the social jet lag is. Hmm. So now that we understand what the problem is, let's look at some easily implementable solutions. We know that the sleep schedule cannot be changed overnight. You have to make gradual changes to it. So if you sleep at 11.45 every night and want to bring it down to 10 p.m., try sleeping earlier by 15 minutes every day. Start off with 11.30 and so on till you reach your target. You know, earlier if I wanted to get up at 8 a.m., I used to set up an alarm for 7.30 and then kept snoozing it till 8. Trust me, the post-snooze sleep is the worst sleep. I can totally relate to that. Though it takes an initial effort to not hit snooze every day, in a week or so, you'll get used to it. So set yourself a target of not snoozing for a week, and you'll see the changes. Remember as kids, our parents had a nighttime schedule for us? Changing into pajamas, brushing the teeth, and then a bedtime story. In essence, those were cues for our body to go to sleep. Well, there's nothing stopping us from setting these cues for ourselves. And one last scroll through social media? That's not a cue. Lastly, a food for thought. It's important to have your last meal before sleeping at around the same time every day, which should ideally be two to three hours before bed. And that brings us to the last part of our episode, the product review. What's on for today, Nathan? So as we spoke about consistency today, our product is based on the same lines. It's the five-minute journal made by Intelligent Change. Backed by psychology research and thousands of positive reviews, this journal definitely helps you become more optimistic in life and sleep better at night. I love the idea of guided journaling and quotes. Unlike most of these journals available in the market, it is clearly articulated as to how to use the five-minute journal. On top of that, they send you weekly letters, stories, and tips that make the whole experience more useful. It's more like a movement. People are influencing friends and family to get started with this. On that note, it's a great gift for your loved ones as well. And they have a digital version as well, where you can upload daily photos to enrich your journaling experience. Both Nathan and I have been religiously using it every morning and night, and we love it. And we are sure that you would too. Absolutely. The link to purchase it is in our podcast description. Happy journaling. And that brings us to the end of our second episode. We hope you liked this episode. We would love to get your feedback on this, 
so that we can incorporate that in our future episodes. You can write to us at info at hammock.com. And lastly, if you've cultivated some habits that have helped you maintain regular bedtimes, please do share with us so that we can make it a part of our future episodes. (music) 